A look at uh, where Canada's healthcare system ranks internationally, how we compare to peer countries. We do focus a lot in Canada, I think, on Canada versus the United States. We have very different healthcare systems. You know, I think there, there are clearly some, some advantages to both, but on the whole, there's a perception that Canada's system is superior to that of the United States in terms of, um, you know, the cost of the system, our ability to access the system, et cetera. But it's maybe myopic to look at it that way because there are other peer countries uh, that, that I think we should focus on as well. And so how does Canada compare to other countries beyond the U.S.? Uh, there was a report this week, released this week by the Commonwealth Fund, uh, that looks at how healthcare in the U.S. compares to other high-income countries. And so it puts Canada in that context. And, and yes, Canada's system does fare better than the American system in this report. But we trail other countries like Norway, like Netherlands, like Australia, like Switzerland. So joining us to talk a bit more about how we compare different countries and their healthcare systems, what criteria are used in, in coming up with an assessment and what this report finds. Uh, very pleased uh, to welcome to the program here this morning, uh, Eric Schneider is the Senior Vice President for Policy and Research with the Commonwealth Fund and is uh, co-author of this report, which you can find online at commonwealthfund.org. Eric, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Welcome to the program. Thank you, Rob. Thanks very much for having me on. All right, so let's talk about you know how we go about comparing the healthcare system, the performance of healthcare systems from different countries, because there are a lot of different factors, obviously, that that go into health outcomes, et cetera. But what what does this report look at? Yeah, sure, that, that, that's a great question. So we our report's designed to evaluate the financing, organization, the experiences, and outcomes of healthcare for people living in these eleven high income countries. Uh, healthcare systems are complex, as you say. And so we selected 71 measures that represent important areas uh, and that people can report about in a survey. That's uh, adults and uh, uh, doctors. And that, and that we selected them to be linked to actions that we think can, can, be, uh, can improve. Mm -hmm. uh, so this looks at 11 different healthcare systems, 11 different countries, and, and it does find that the United States ranks last overall. So before we talk about which countries you know, seem to be getting it more or less right in the delivery of healthcare. What are some of the issues that, that plague the U.S. healthcare system? Yeah, so the U.S. healthcare system, uh, I've, I've been saying if healthcare were an Olympic sport, the U.S. might not qualify even to compete with the other high income nations, uh, uh, according to our analysis. And uh, the, the real challenges in, in the U.S. context are, are access to care, particularly the affordability of care. Uh, we have issues with uh, bureaucratic red tape, uh, the complexity of billing and insurance claiming, and uh, issues of equity. We really, in some sense, have two separate healthcare systems, one for those with means and one for those who uh, uh, don't have the insurance or means to, to get care. And then healthcare outcomes, which are really a, an important uh, problem in the U.S. context. We've had declining life expectancy for several years in the United States prior to the pandemic. So the other end of the scale, we see, uh, you know, Norway, Netherlands, Australia as, as top performing countries. So what, what's unique and, and different about these healthcare systems, first of all? Yeah, the, the, uh, these are healthcare systems that um, have a strong universal coverage uh, system, uh, but in addition to universal coverage, uh, which is really common to all the other countries except for the U.S., 
they have a very strong uh, primary care uh, investment. Uh, they they uh, focus and concentrate on after-hours care, on making sure that care is conveniently available, that there are few financial barriers to accessing care, and that um, uh, to some degree that, that people can get timely responses. Um, and then, and then they they also uh, seem to to um, uh, do well on equity, uh, which is the other kind of key, I think, key ingredient uh, for for success. You know, you mentioned the United States, and you know, one one of the the points of concern around the U.S. healthcare system is, you know, maybe bang for the buck is a way to put it. The U.S. Uh, you know spends a, a lot in terms of percentage of GDP on healthcare, but doesn't get the kind of outcomes you might expect. So, as we look at other countries and their healthcare systems, you know, obviously healthcare delivery comes at a cost. But I mean, are, are we ranking value, or can we quantify value in this context? Yeah, we, we can do some of that. It's, it's a very tricky thing to assess the value, but we can point to the fact that the U.S. is spending 50% more in some, even, in some instances even more, uh, than that, uh, above the other countries, yet we're getting much poorer health outcomes. Uh, the, the red tape is really the administrative bureaucracy is, I think, where a lot of the money, um, gets, um, um, uh, consumed. And it isn't producing value in terms of uh, helping physicians, patients come together, get people the services they need to produce the health healthcare outcomes they need. And then the other is really the prices of care in the United States. And it's a peculiarity of our public-private healthcare system that there are very few breaks on the pricing of services, um, uh, especially in our commercial insurance markets. So let's talk about Canada. And, you know, as I mentioned, I mean, you know, I think Canadians do note that distinction that we have universal health care. Our neighbors to the south do not. But Canada is clearly not unique in having universal health care. Ten of the 11 countries in this study have universal access. But Canada ranks 10th out of these 11th countries. So what did you find with regard to Canada and Canada's health care delivery? Yeah, I think some of the things that we're seeing that, that are probably playing into this are really specifically around timeliness. And um, Canadians are less likely to report that they have a regular doctor or place of care. Um, they are um, more, you know, they are more likely, um, not than the U.S., but than other countries, to report that they have cost-related access problems. Dental care is a particular issue. Um, and I trace that to the covered benefits. Um, that some benefits just aren't covered as generously. Um, and then um, there, there appear to be capacity constraints that lead to people having wait times. Now, I know that, that's, you know, a big part of this takeaway is, is maybe for Americans to reflect on, on the state of uh, health care delivery compared to other countries. But, you know, even for other countries, those that, that do well in this study or those that are kind of middle of the pack, I mean, what, what should the takeaway be? I, I guess maybe if nothing else, we should never be complacent about health care. But what, what do you see as, as the takeaway here? Yeah, for me, the, the, the takeaway is that actually no country is excelling consistently on all the different measures in our report. Mm -hmm. uh, every country has something to learn from the accomplishments of the other nations, and, and sharing best practices across nations can really enable all of them to be stronger. Uh, we've even seen uh, uh, some countries, notably Australia, over the past several uh, guide uh, issues of the report, have actually used the report to guide changes to their policies and practices, and they've seen some improvements in the equity of care and, and some of the healthcare outcomes. 
What do you see, by the way, as, as the uh, impact of the pandemic on all of this? Yeah, the, the, our report is showing how the table was set going into the pandemic. Uh, the pandemic has, in some ways, uh, validated uh, what we've learned. Uh, countries that have tended to perform more poorly on this uh, report uh, have struggled more with the pandemic. Um, it's not a one-to-one. It's not exact. Uh, the pandemic has affected countries in different ways at different times. It's been very unpredictable. But... Uh, the countries that uh, are struggling with equity, with uh, access, um, have tended to struggle in the pandemic as well uh, because some citizens are more vulnerable than others uh, to the effects of a pandemic. And so um, um, it, it, uh, we'll, we'll be doing further analysis to try to understand how uh, these features are tied to the pandemic response. But uh, we do think that uh, the way countries are set up, uh, organized, financed, and uh, providing care, primary care in particular, is having a big impact on the ability to respond to the pandemic, specifically if you look at something like vaccination. Much more is mentioned at commonwealthfund.org. Eric, thanks so much for making some time for us here today. Much appreciated. Really appreciate the opportunity. All the best. Eric Schneider, Senior Vice President, Policy and Research at the Commonwealth Fund, co-author of this report, uh, ranking 11 countries on health care delivery. And yes, the United States in this report ranks 11th out of 11. But before Canadians get too smug about that fact, we rank 10th. So it's not enough to say, hey, we're better than the U.S. And my goodness, we've beaten that drum for many, many years in this country. Maybe the more relevant conversation is why are we behind Switzerland, France, Sweden, New Zealand, Germany, UK, Austria, or rather Australia, Netherlands, and Norway? We don't often talk in those terms, do we?